0: Hello, welcome to Off The Shelf Reviews. I can't believe we're finally doing Uninvited! And I'm Gary, and today we're going to review and discuss The Uninvited, which came out in 1987, written, directed, and produced by Graydon Clark. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis? Well, the story follows a group
1: of teens who are heading out for spring break. Well, the story follows a group of teens who are heading out for spring break. These two girls meet up with Walter, a rich Wall Street executive who's heading out onto his big yacht. And he decides that the girls and some of their guy friends can come along with him. But they bring along a cat. And inside the cat is something that's been uninvited
0: You know, being a horror fan yeah. for as like as long as Like, I remember. Life, yeah. I I don't know how I managed to not see this film. Like, of all of the blockbusters and VHS rental stores and DVD shelves I've perused, I've never come across this film (laughs) until you mentioned it. You know, when somebody goes, Hey, you ever seen that horror movie about a radioactive cat that lives inside another cat that kills a bunch of people? And you go, what? (laughs) There's no such film. Oh, yes, there is. (laughs) You know, and I have to say, right off the get-go, I was very, very disappointed with this movie. (laughs) Especially, I mean, I looked at the cast of characters that are in this film. Yeah. And and you've got George Kennedy. Oh, classic. Playing Mike Harvey. You know, straight away I was like, oh, dude from Naked Gun. Yeah. But without Leslie Nielsen, this guy unfortunately is... Oh, he's a very serious actor. He is. I mean, he's good, but... He's oh, yeah, in, this but, like in this, this. but in this, he just looks terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, we've also got Alex Cord playing Walter Graham, mm. who's got like. Unfortunately, he literally passed away like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. He's got such an extensive. Like list over of 80, acting 80 TV shows that he's been in.
1: Airwolf, baby. Exactly. Airwolf. exactly.
0: And then, you know, the, the, the name that that made me get excited the most Mm. was clue gulliger yes you know i was like yes you know it's bert from return of the living dead you know it's the bartender from feast you know it's bert from return of the living dead you know it's the bartender from feast Mm. and (laughs) and and i love i love his role in feast and you know and and i I had such high hopes when i saw that he was appearing in this film until i you know until you see him and he's got those fake teeth which apparently his son made for him for this film in particular <laughs> and i have just and i was just like no i'd like at first i didn't even recognize him time. tammy faye baby this is for you my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the lord he's trave- mm.
1: traveling out the vine man i won't lie i had little to no faith that this movie was going to bomb when we reviewed it But nostalgically, nostalgically, there was something inside me that just needed to climb out of my mouth and be like, let's watch The Uninvited. Because as a kid, like where we live in the world uh, back in the early 90s, uh, I would have a guy drive around my neighborhood in a kind of makeshift ice cream van. Same you know renting videos and literally you would go to the back of this guy's truck and you would pay your money and you'd go in and you would look at the show for videos and then you would take it and then he'd come back a week later and he'd pick it up It was like two pound fifty to rent a movie I know, for we, a we, re- we
0: always copied every tape yeah it was fucking amazing
1: <laughs> and like i went through some crazy different movies and one of them was uninvited and i must have been about eight when i watched this And the only things that I could ever remember was that there was a radioactive cat and that a guy had his fingers chewed off when he didn't realise it. And it stuck with me my entire fucking life. Yeah, like... I would say to people, like, as I'm growing up, hey, man, you ever seen The Uninvited? Nah, never heard of it. It sounds shit. I'm never going to watch it. And I could never motherfucking find a copy. Like, it's really hard to find horror movies that nobody wants to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, while we were going through a our, our, our little turmoil here at Off the Shelf and we were looking for films that would, you know, hopefully get through the system easier, I was like, I know a film that I don't think anybody <laughs> ever talks about. Thanks for sharing, Ian. <laughs> really well done it a few times i figured you were
0: used to it by now the building's secure now paul no matter what happens we can't let that cat out of here dr gray you saw what just happened at that stairwell just shut up about that right now we gotta kill it
1: but i mean the the film starts with the opening music playing over the credits and you get this outside shot of this building doesn't tell you what the building is. Um,
0: <laughs> it's just some random tall
1: building. Yeah, they were so like, yeah, that'll do. that It's got windows. We can, we can, we can just pretend. It's got, <laughs> it's got windows. And we cut to these two scientists inside. Now, I'm sat there. Like I said, I remember two... And we cut to these two scientists inside. Now, I'm sat there. Like I said, I remember two things about this movie. So all of this is still new to me. And I'm like, are they vets? Are they evil scientists? I'm not entirely sure. But one of them turns and and they've got this x-ray and they're like, look, this thing is inside our test subject. We need to find out what it is. We need to cut them open and we need to find out what it is. And so they go and get the cat. Now, Mr. Director, you don't put audio over something that isn't obviously talking. (laughs) It's the (laughs) ventriloquist
0: cat. Exactly. Like,
1: I'm looking at this cat and I'm like, the cat's not meowing, but it's the the audio is in the background. You
0: ever dubbed the sound effects into this movie? I <laughs> oh, sh- way too fucking excited to keep pushing the button of the cat's meow. And they, it's like they didn't even have that much stock audio no. of a cat meowing. So you get the same three. And sometimes it overlaps on top of each other like there's multiple cats. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, this is horrendous. The audio
1: edit in this movie, I will go on par now and just say it's fucking shit. Because there are certain sequences <laughs> that the background noise is so loud you can't hear the actors but then it'll cut to maybe a different angle in that same shot and the background noise is gone we can hear what that actor says and then it'll cut back to another sequence and we still can't hear anything and
0: it's like the audio is so bad at some points it'll be yeah, yeah. in the audio like as if it like the cd or the <laughs> yeah, cd it I, skipped i thought that was because they were on a ship all oh, right <laughs> yeah. all right let's go down the beach. To check out the action my friend, the beach is for riffraff.
1: Look, do you want to find a classy chick? Rachel. Two days stranded. Damn it, you think we find something out here? You're stranded. Damn it, you think we find something out here? <laughs> stranded. Damn it, you think we find something out here? But it. Do you think we find something out here? But anyway, the two scientists get the cat and they go to inject it and the cat escapes.
0: The cat escapes this top secret, (laughs) you know, scientific facility and you've got these two scientists and they leave the freaking door open. Yeah, man. Like, like what are they experimenting with like wh- like why did they leave the door open I don't know How did you... <laughs> that's the thing they're like
1: look there's something inside this cat I'm like well you should have you... that's the thing they're like look there's something inside this cat I'm like well you should have know what put it there or what like <sighs> all right fine but we see these three guys walking around in radioactive suits cuz we get told by the scientist when he's calling security that radiation suits are needed to protect them from this cat call in security that radiation suits are needed to protect them from this cat and the three men are attacked on the stairs by the cat
0: well you say attacked now they follow the cat downstairs and they corner it yeah and then we see the thing come out of its mouth and then you know then all we see is blood splattered all over the wall so i'm like oh they killed the cat no they didn't
1: Classic 80s pool thereof. Look, we'll throw blood on the wall, and you're just gonna have to assume they're dead. <laughs>
0: see this one security guard open the door, and he's looking around like, oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, oh like, no. Like, he stood there like the alarm's going oh,
1: off, like, emergency oh, oh, oh. emerging. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, screams. Oh, there must be something going on behind this door. And then the cat runs out. Now, when they go to corner the cat in the car park, I'm like, for fuck's sake, like, the tension I will tell you right now, the tension of making this cat the horrible killer in this movie is just ruined by how farcical the human elements are trying to capture it you know they the what was it it's like two scientists and a guard maybe two guards i can't remember you know walking into the car park and one of the one of the scientists like give me your gun haha ha! i've got a gun i'm going to shoot the cat i'm like do we all get guns <laughs> <laughs> You know, you just mentioned that the shit that's happened on the stairway is not normal. So we should have fucking shotguns. Maybe flamethrowers. The fucking car park's locked down. The cat's not going anywhere. And if I know cats, they'll hide by a wheel of the car and then just keep sneaking around. But this... I'm trying to work out if the thing inside the cat has control of the whole cat. If the thing inside the cat has control of the whole cat. The thing inside the cat has control of the whole cat because it it kills a security guard, like we see the shadowy silhouette of this mouth thing come out and then we see a body on the floor and it's like, okay, right, that guy's dead. And then we see a body on the floor and it's like, okay, right, that guy's dead. And then we see a body on the floor and it's like, okay, right, that guy's dead. And then we see a body on the floor and it's like, okay, right, that guy's dead. And then we see the cat kind of sneak up onto a car so that it gets a better angle at the scientist with the gun. So that when he stupidly turns around, he gets attacked and killed. And then
0: the cat kind of pushes its way out of an air vent and escapes out into the night. Yeah, now I have no bloody idea what what is happening. Because like, as far as I'm concerned, the cat should be dead. With a creature the size of it that's coming out of its mouth and then climbing back into its mouth. I know after its double killings. I'm just like, there's like the proportions are all wrong. (laughs) Like, this thing that's coming out of the cat is bigger than the cat. Yeah, it's it, it's small in its mouth. How is the cat letting this thing get back into its mouth? See, I don't... See, well,
1: we do actually see later it climb into the cat's mouth and light come back into the cat's eyes. So, I... Personally, I believe that the cat form is like a shell. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the thing inside... The thing inside has grown. And basically taken over the cat from the inside. Does it shrink back down when
0: it goes inside? I
1: want to say yes! Dude... I hit you with questions all the fucking time. You can hit me with them all right now and my answer is gonna be Yes, yes. <laughs> It
0: works, it works.
1: So the cat then heads down to I'm I'm guessing Miami or some part of america <laughs> which is sunny and got a beach
0: now i believe that there were alternate versions uh, which is sunny and got a beach now i believe that there were alternate versions of this film i'm not sure right okay <laughs> um, but the version that we had sees the cat wandering by like a gas station <laughs> yeah, the mechanic the mechanic sees the cat and is like oh i'll feed the cat i'll some feed milk. The cat, look after it and then this random dude pulls up in this you know, comes up to him. And he's like, "Oh man, you got some change? You change." And then he beats the shit out of the mechanic. I don't know if he kills him or just leaves. Uh, him. Uh, yeah. Steals the key, steals something from the shop, gets in the truck and drives off. And the cat's just like, "You know, I'll have you." Yeah. The cat <laughs> jumps on the back of the truck, and then the thing comes out of its mouth and it kills the two guys in the truck. And I'm like, "Well, again, I'm like, I don't know if it kills them because obviously, as the truck go off the off the the road, dude, and it crashes. Guys. Those two guys are fucking dead. Let's just assume." Everybody we don't see die is dead. <laughs> well, again, overuse of the sound effects of the truck crashing. <laughs> yeah, and everything <laughs> Everything in
1: this movie has to at least go into slow-mo once. Right, right. Because <laughs> if it doesn't, it's it's not worth it.
0: Oh, we're not even on the fucking boat yet, again. I, know, I know, I'm
1: getting to the boat. So the two girls, Bobby and Suzanne, Bobby played by Claire Carey and Shari St- uh, Shattuck playing uh, Suzanne, they're two. Teen girls who've gone to spring break and they've realized they haven't got a hotel to stay in, so they find this really swanky hotel spring break and they've realized they haven't got a hotel to stay in, so they find this really swanky hotel and they break and they've realized they haven't got a hotel to stay in, so they find this really swanky hotel and they walk, and they've realized they haven't got a hotel to stay in, so they find this really swanky hotel and they walk in there. They realize they haven't got a hotel to stay in, so they find this really swanky hotel and they walk in there. They realize they haven't got a hotel to stay in, so they find this really swanky hotel hotel and they walk in there and what hotel to stay in so they find this really swanky hotel and they walk in there and what hotel to stay in so they find this really swanky hotel and they walk in there and while they're trying to convince the guy at the desk to let them in Walter played by Alex Cord comes down now Walter is a smooth pimp I'm not entirely sure if he's a gang boss a bank robber drug dealer he, I, I think it's Wall Street. I think he's got a business that he's been extorting money from. Right, right. I, I think because he sat there and he's talking to the two girls and he's basically like, hey girls, you know, you come with me, come onto my boat, you know, and we'll go out to the Caribbean, you know, and you then get Clue Gallagher and George Kennedy come in and they're work associates of Walter and they basically say to him like, look, we've got a meeting to go to, so we need to go. And he, and, and Walter's like, all right, but girls, you've got to come to the boat. We're going to have a party and all this kind of shit. So then we cut to the boat and, and Walter is talking to this business executive and the business executive is going through this whole dialogue piece about how the government's investigating their company and they're losing shit tons of money and they've got to get the money out now, blah, 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 blah. It's really some, somehow it's supposed to set Walter up as the bad guy, but I get the feeling the cat's the bad guy, so I don't give a shit about any of this fucking shit. No. The cat's the bad guy, so I don't give a shit about any of this fucking shit. No. And they kill they kill the business executive that they're talking to because they
0: believe that he's trying to blackmail them. Right. Don't they don't they offer him money at first yeah. and then drown him in the, put in the swimming yeah. pool on the boat? I'm like...
1: <laughs> what and what really gets me like the director really can't edit this movie and he's doing his best, but you can just you can just see the problems. And when you've watched enough films, you spot the problems like like that. And and it's like Clue Gallagher jumps into the jacuzzi. With the guy in slow motion and drowns him in slow motion, but George Kennedy, who's got a gun, can't jump into the pool because he's like what 70 75 it's dangerous and so he stands outside and literally does nothing. (laughs) But they then count, they then angle the camera from inside the jacuzzi so you can see George Kennedy's head and Clue Gallagher's and the guy drowning. And then once he's dead, Walter's Walter's like, Hey, you know, what's wrong with Clue Gallagher? He looks like he's having a heart attack. Oh, no, that's fine. You, you, you've got to look after the body? Cool, because in half an hour, we've got a party going on. We don't have a party. We cut to the fucking next day. <laughs> oh, and uh, Albert, the party is in about an hour and a half. So after you've cleaned up this mess here, get everything ready. Will you please? So after you've cleaned up this mess here, get everything ready. Will you please? <laughs> That was one of the first proper moments in the movie where I was sat there going, what?
0: You just set up dialogue for a new sequence, but you're not going to do that sequence? Yeah, but th- this whole film feels like there's entire portions that have been removed, removed from yeah. it. Or they just never filmed it. Or like, the... oh, been removed, removed from removed, it. Yeah. Or they just never filmed it. Or like, just the... oh, We then cut to Corey and Lance,
1: two teen boys, sat in the sun, enjoying their spring break. Lance is a jock, Corey's a bit of a smart money-maker guy, Um, and Corey basically says to Lance, look, the reason why we're here at the marina and not down at the beach is because all the scum go to the beach. We're here to meet the people with money, and we're here to meet people who can obviously help us get to where we want in the future. And Bobby and Suzanne come walk around the corner because obviously they've been staying in the hotel, and they start flirting with the boys. I have no idea why. Maybe it's because they're the only two other young people in this whole fucking area. And they start to... Bobby and Suzanne say to Corey and Lance, Look, hey, we met this guy called Walter. He's really rich. He's invited us on, our, on his, onto his yacht. Maybe you should come with us. And Corey's like, Oh, you mean Walter from Wall Street? Oh, I can't wait to meet him. He can make me rich and save some money. And then Martin comes along. Martin is the it's like a biologist Martin comes along Martin is the it's like a biologist the scientist yeah the the, the, the nerdy friend the nerdy friend you know because you've got the jock and you've got the rich kid. You've got the two blonde bimbos. Then you've got this rich guy. So guess who survives? <laughs> um, and they all make their. Then you've got this rich guy. So guess who survives? <laughs> um, and they all make their. Then you've got this rich guy. So guess who survives? <laughs> um, and they all make their way to the boat. Now there's this whole thing going on the fucking boat as well. Way to the boat. Now there's this whole thing going on the fucking boat as well. Way to the boat. Now, there's this whole thing going on the fucking boat as well, between Walter and the captain. Captain Rachel. It's a fucking boat as well, between Walter and the captain. Captain Rachel. Supposedly, her dad used to be captain of the boat, and he died. I'm sure Walter killed him. Um, and Walter took hold of the boat. Now, Rachel's the captain. She wants the boat back so she can start a business. But Walter says to her, like, you take me to where I want to go. You know, you get me there you can have the boat, but I need to be there by Monday morning because Walter's got this whole plan of going to... Like, he's got his money stored in an offshore account, I think it is. In There's the a bank
0: that he's got to get to in the Caribbean so yeah. that they can exchange money for bonds or something. Or something. He's basically going to get millions and millions and millions of dollars for whatever shady things he's doing. We he, don't know the specifics. We, we, we don't know. We just know that he's got a deadline it's going to be there quick. Yeah, and
1: and he convinces Big Mike um, and albert played by clue gallagher that the reason why he's bringing the teens on board the two girls it's a cover story it's a cover story just in case the police pull the teens on board the two girls a cover story it's a cover story just in case the police pull them over while all this shit's going on um but he doesn't take into account that the girls are going to bring the guys with them um but luckily rachel the captain says look we kind of need them here we've got no crew no way to man this ship and I sat there and I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. Right. Other than being the slave to Walter, we literally just need the captain to, to fucking run it. But then she obviously does explain later on that when there's problems with the engine, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing and they're trying to fix it. So, Suzanne or Bobby, I will admit, I got really confused over which girl was which. Because <sighs> they really don't go into in-depth... What's the difference, things? really? I don't between... know, but it's, it, it helps trying to establish
0: the characters when you're doing the film. Well, the film's film not movie. even establishing the freaking characters. I know, dude. I know. Like all of that exposition you've just given, it's like it's just it's just so it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> like just. Yeah, but this is why the director never went on to make Halloween four or Halloween six. <laughs> to be fair, like I am fascinated by this director <laughs> because I looked at his you know filmography and I'm yeah. like, oh shit. Man Like I mean I'm saying that I've not seen any of it Satan's
1: cheerleaders
0: Looks yeah, really good Right I was just like I was just looking at the, the aggregate scores For all of his films I was like Nothing has even scored Above average oh. I'm like I'm I, I'm sure this director Has got a fascinating Story to tell Oh yeah Of all of these Straight to video B movies that he made That no one can find Or has ever heard of before I, I'm I, sure there's a Fascinating story there Because <laughs> I'd never heard Of this guy before but Or
1: his films But that's the beauty of finding these movies you know it's like finding old Italian horror movies that you've never heard of and sitting through and going this is absolute bollocks you feel like a Discovery's yeah? you're like oh my god (laughs) it's not exactly Lord of the fucking Rings but it's not exactly ankle biters Um, and Suzanne or Bobby I'm not entirely sure um, finds the cat and Martin explains to her it's Suzanne who finds the cat Suzanne that finds the cat and Martin explains to Suzanne like look that thing around its neck is a a tag from a, a genetics company and they're like, oh, what, what they, what were they going to do? Oh, they were going to cut it up and see what's going on inside. And she's like, oh, no, that's disgusting. So they take the tag off and throw it in the bin. And then take the cat on board with them. Like, hey, that's what you do. And you find an animal <laughs> with a genetic sting around its neck. Hey, let's take it on holiday with us. And now what proceeds, as soon as they get onto the boat, is at least an hour's worth of boat shots. <laughs> You're constantly like you have a few scenes, and then we cut to the boat. And then you have a few more scenes, and then you cut to the boat. And it's just, like, literally, either the boat is moving or the boat's not, and then you cut to the boat. And it's just, like, literally, either the boat is moving or the boat's not moving. You know, it's just, we're on this boat, people.
0: I hate this. <laughs> like, it's, it just falls into the formula now of we have... We have 20 minutes of, of awfulness. Yep. Then, then three minutes of exciting horror creature feature violence... And then 20 minutes of mundane drudgery of characters half-naked walking around the ship looking for things to do or people to talk to. There is no interesting conversations in this entire there film whatsoever. <laughs> All of the characters are devoid of intelligence or life or a spark or charisma or energy or anything to make you want to continue. Or a spark or charisma or energy or anything to make you want to continue watching this film. No. The only thing you'll continue to watch it for is in the vain hopes that this cat creature has some gory memorable death sequence maybe you're watching it now just to see what happens at the end of this film like who gets out if you care you're like me you
1: have to watch it to remember your childhood or or, or,
0: or you hate all these characters so much you just can't wait for the cat to kill them all off that was me that was me I wanted (laughs) everybody to die here we go let's have a couple of minutes of of dancing No, you know what? No, let's cut to Clue Gulliger drinking on his own on the bridge of the ship, sailing it God knows where. Like, I- What? Who thought that that was a good idea? Like, oh, you, you see this guy who's probably had-
1: Who thought that that was a good idea? Like, oh, you, you see this guy who's probably had no boating experience in his life. Let's put him in charge of the boat. <laughs> I thought Rachel was the captain. Well, she's down playing fucking backgammon with Martin because, oh, well, you're not like your friends, are you, Martin? And Martin's like, no, they've got girlfriends. I don't. (laughs) And Walter's like, well, this ain't fucking happening. This is my boat. I'm rich. And Martin's like, well, this ain't fucking happening. This is my boat. I'm rich. And Martin's getting more fucking girls than I am. The two girls over there are fucking getting, you know... And so he, fucking girls and I, I am mean, the two girls over there fucking getting, you know. And so he tries to, Walter tries to force his way into like Bobby's pants, I think it is. And and, and Lance, the jock, is just like, hey man, you, you know, and they, they while they're distracted dancing, Clue Gallagher is drinking on board the the, the the bridge of the ship and the captain comes along and she's like, what are you doing? You've taken us off course. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and he wanders off. Now, like, see, this is what I love about shitty movies like this. It's like, Clue Gallagher fucking shines, you know? I only recently watched him in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And nice. he had this tiny little role in which he sells a book to Margot Robbie's character. And he's literally just sat there and he, 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 does, he doesn't do anything exciting. He literally just delivers some normal dialogue to her. But it just... Going back to something like The Uninvited makes me just appreciate his acting talent more. That makes me put on some fake teeth and glasses and still be Clue Gallagher but he's Albert. You know? So then like 20 fucking 30 years later when he's sat in a bookstore he's still Clue Gallagher but he's the dude in the bookstore. And so when he's wandering around the ship and he's drinking and he stops and he sees the cat, the fucking asshole spits in the cat's face.
0: (laughs) You
1: want some of this sweet little pussy? <laughs> I'm like, a cat deserves to fuck you up now, mate. You just yeah, do yeah, that. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And the thing erupts from the mouth of the cat, and Clue Gallagher smashes the bottle and goes to attack. And it leaps on him and scratches his face, and it cuts to inside because we see all the music and the dancing. Obviously, they can't hear the screams or the shouting, even though it's a really tiny little area he would have he would have been at. And you see the pulsating special effects of something in his blood forcing it out, and his face is all effects of something in his blood forcing it out, and his face is all effects so of something in his blood forcing it out, and his face is all mangled effects of something in his blood forcing it out, and his face is all mangled, and then of something in his blood forcing it out, and his face is all mangled, and then he stumbles, thing in his blood forcing it out. And his face is all mangled, and then he stumbles over in his blood, forcing it out. And his face is all mangled, and then he stumbles over in his blood, forcing it out. And his face is all mangled, and then he stumbles over and falls over blood, forcing it out. And his face is all mangled, and then he stumbles over and falls overboard, forcing it out. And his face is all mangled, and then he stumbles over and falls overboard. Out. And his face is all mangled, and then he stumbles over and falls overboard. And they, they realize this, but they can't do anything at night. They wait until next day. The captain's like, Look, we need to go back. And Big Mike and Walter are like, No, no, we can't go back because secretly we have to get to this destination. But oh, uh, Albert can swim. So <laughs> you'd just be wasting your fucking time. Um, and they see the blood. Martin sees the blood, takes a bit of the sample. And between using uh, a boating sextant, some water, and something else. The, the, the cloth, that
0: Albert's torn clothing. Yeah, yeah.
1: They, they're able to establish that the blood on on the fabric has been poisoned and is mutating. So whatever attacked him, you know, did that. And the cat had done something as well in the engine room. Clue Gallagher had been messing with the boat controls and it had made a loud noise and the cat who had been wandering the ship is in, down in the engine room, mutates strangely and, and does some damage but the damage doesn't turn up until a little bit later
0: yeah when which the stalls the up. boat
1: and the engine cuts out
0: and so then they're, they're kind of well they're stranded yeah walter who
1: is just obviously a sexual deviant comes across uh bobby while she's doing her stretches that was worth it
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> something i suppose it like... was something. i mean you expect hits in an 80s movie you don't You're not going to get them in this one.
0: Even though you get that scene in the kitchen where they're just like, oh, it's really hot in here. Yeah. Let's unbutton our blouses. I am gets really hot in here, let's unbutton our blouses. I am gets really hot in here, let's unbutton our blouses. I am getting so hot (laughs) Hot in here, let's unbutton our blouses. I am getting so hot Hot in here, let's unbutton our blouses. I am getting so hot in here, let's unbutton our blouses. I am getting so hot.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's pussy all over this movie, but it's a long time. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> God damn that cat. Like, <laughs> even if the cat is not on screen, you can still fucking hear it. Right now. <laughs> this is nothing.
1: <laughs> and Walter confronts Bobby. Now, this is kind of weird because the cat was in the room at that time as well. And it, you kind of get the sense that the cat is intelligent enough that it wants to protect people I'm not entirely sure because Lance comes into the room confronts Walter they 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 start to get aggressive each other big Mike comes in the room and shoots Lance in the fucking arm and then confronts them all with a gun but then while he's got the gun out the cat attacks George Kennedy's foot and completely ravages his fucking ankle
0: Is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yeah man, it, 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 you know, it's not absolutely hilarious. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, better, I better <laughs>
1: Now, George Kennedy is injured and his blood is boiling. He's fucking... He's
0: lying on the... I will say, like, of, to give this film some credit, right, yeah, like, yeah. the body horror moments were mm. pretty effective. Like, the close-ups of Albert's throat... Like pulsating, and then the close up of of um, of his stomach now when it when something's mutating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or the veins on his leg, sort See, of pulsing. I thought that was pretty effective. What was the budget for this movie? Do we know? I think it was like two hundred thousand dollars, and I so, think like, half the budget went on paying the three main actors of the film. I was gonna say, like, that's that's
1: where I would say that this movie has some merit is that. The money they spent was kind of wasted on acting and script and, you know. But when they came to do special effects, I've seen worse. You know, whenever I see this thing climb out the cat's mouth, it fucking freaks me out. You know, whenever I see this thing climb out the cat's mouth, it fucking freaks me out. Like, I rarely look at a cat now when it yawns and things. Please don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I, (laughs) I look at a cat now when it yawns and things. Please don't. I honestly thought the cat puppet, you know. Please don't. (laughs) I honestly thought the cat puppet, you know, you can see like the shots of the the puppeteer's arm of the thing's (laughs) ass in the truck. You can see like the shots of the the puppeteer's arm of the thing's (laughs) ass in the truck. You know, like it just, I, I thought it was a trauma the thing's ass in the truck, you know, like it just, I, I thought it was atrocious. I, the only effects I did think were good, uh, like it just, I, I thought it was atrocious. I, the only effects I did think were good were, were the body horror the, stuff. The body horror stuff, and Like yeah. the, miniature, the miniature yacht. <laughs> That's know? the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, everything else is just bad. Like we will not even get to the ending shot yet.
1: Like So, George Kennedy, he's lying down, he's mutating, he, his blood's boiling, his, his wounds are really bad, and he dies. And so, his wounds are really bad, and he dies. And so, his wounds are really bad, and he dies. And so, they decide to throw him overboard.
0: Definitely.
1: Like, they decide to throw him overboard.
0: Definitely.
1: Like... They decide to throw him overboard.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Like, I don't ever want to die on a yacht of people are like, well he's dead overboard. <laughs> We're not even gonna take him to the authorities. Now I understand why they don't want to do that. Walter's got all these nefarious things going on and he just wants to do it. But literally two people have died and you've just thrown him overboard. So they end up locking he just wants to do it. But literally two people have died and you've just thrown him overboard. So they end up
0: locking just wants to do it. But literally two people have died and you've just Throw him overboard. So they end up locking up Walter <clears throat> because they're like, he's, you know, can't be trusted. He's greedy. He's dangerous. He ends up shooting up the uh, the radio equipment on the yes, bridge could... so that they can't radio for help. Yeah. So that they, they end up locking him up. But then the next problem arises when they find out that the cat has sabotaged the food supply. <laughs> it has... You know, they if they had only fed the cat, the cat wouldn't have had to break in behind this 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 steel vault locker that they're keeping the food in, contaminating all of it. So scientists guys like, you can't eat any of it. The cat's you know been in contact with it. You'll die. You want them to friendly feed this poisonous animal? Well, I'm just saying if they just fed it from the get go, maybe you know it wouldn't have started eating the crew. Well, yeah, that, that is true. If <laughs> they're, they're not pissed to you know spit alcohol Wine. at it, <laughs> yeah, like. Like, I,
1: I absolutely love the sequel because they, they build up the fact that, the, you know, the, the, the cat is poisonous and everything it touches. So they've got to keep the food and then they've got to ration it because they're stuck and the engine is broken. They're trying to fix it. And we get Lance lying on the bed with, with Bobby. And oh my god, let's do, like I said, this is the one bit in the movie that's always stuck with me since a kid. Like, if you remember the shower sequence from Psycho? You remember fucking Ripley coming out and that power loader? I remember this! Because he fucking turns to her and he's just like, look, I remember this! Because he fucking turns to her and he's just like, look, my arm's fucking limp. I can't feel anything. i got narr- fucking turns to her and he's just like, look, my arm's fucking limp. I can't feel anything. I've got a bullet hole. Turns to her and he's just like, look, my arm's fucking limp. I can't feel anything. i got a bullet hole. Turns to her and he's just like, look, my arm's fucking limp. I can't feel anything. i got a bullet hole. Turns to her and he's just like, look, my arm's fucking limp. I can't feel anything. I've got a bullet hole. Ne- turns to her and he's just like, look, my arm's fucking limp. I can't feel anything. i got a bullet hole wound in my arm i'm like that i'm sure that shit's gonna get infected she stick the wound out and pull it out and she's like oh, no, i'm not entirely sure and him and bobby start making out and she says to him she's like oh let me just have a look at this wound for you and she pulls back the covers and the cat is eating his fucking hand
0: doesn't seem to affect the other parts of my body <laughs> here let me take a look at that booboo <laughs> here
1: let me take a look at that booboo Here, let me take a look at that boo-boo. Here, let me take a look at that boo-boo.
0: Here, let me take a look at that boo-boo. It's in his fucking hand, man. Like, this shit
1: stayed with
0: me. And what follows is a mad, desperate run through the yacht as he's like, <laughs> "I'm infected! I'm I've, been I'm 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 I've been bitten by the cat! I'm, I'm bird gonna bird kill bird bird. myself! I'm going I've, I've been bitten by the cat! I'm gonna kill myself! I'm bird bird. 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 I've been bitten by the cat! I'm gonna kill myself! I'm I've been bitten by the cat! I'm gonna kill myself! I'm I've been bitten by the cat! I'm gonna kill myself! I'm gonna kill myself!" Off the boat, and everyone else is like, no, wait, don't. Yeah, because because throwing yourself off the boat isn't really gonna stop you dying from poison. Well no, he's just trying to kill himself now. Yeah, but so he doesn't die the way the other dude did. Yeah, but dude, it takes like a couple minutes to drown. Well, yeah. So well, he so he can
1: die of the poison before he. Maybe the water's can... cold enough, the shock'll kill him. I mean, Lance wasn't exactly the smartest fucking tool in the box because somehow he falls overboard and takes Bobby with him. <laughs>
0: And Get the, my Away. And then the other. <laughs> in my And then the other two guys are like Plant. Wait. Plant. Wait. And then the other two guys are like Shall we rescue And then the other two guys are like Shall we rescue them? Please. And then the other two guys are like, shall we rescue them? Let's take our tops off. Let's think about it. Oh, let's jump in. Let's jump in. We're going to look for them, and we can't find them. Let's take our tops off. Let's think about it. Oh, let's jump in. Let's jump in. We're going to look for them, and we
1: can't find them. So they just literally sank. They just sank. Yeah. They just... like <laughs> They're gone. They're just literally sank. They just sank. Yeah. They just... like <laughs> They're gone. They're, they're gone. So it sank. They just sank. Yeah. They just... like <laughs> They're gone. They're, they're gone. So it's like, hey... They just like they're gone. They're they're gone. So it's like, hey, just like they're gone. They're gone. So it's like, hey, like they're gone. They're gone. So it's like, hey, you know, like they're gone. They're they're gone. So it's like, hey. You know, lesson 101 on how to kill off half your
0: fucking staff. Well, we still need more sexy time. So yes. let's let's just follow Suzanne and, and the other chump and Corey. sexy time. So yes. let's let's just follow Suzanne and, and the other chump and Corey. Have, have a scene. Like, that, that was so stupid. They're like, literally, the sequence before, she was upset.
1: And she's worried that she's, you know, they're not going to get off. The next fucking sequence, she's in the bedroom... She's getting unchanged, and Corey's like, Meow, meow, haha, <laughs> it's just us, pussy cats. I'm like, dude, seriously, you do not make fucking cat jokes. Meow, meow, haha, it's just us pussy cats. I'm like, dude, seriously, you do not make fucking cat jokes at this moment. And then they start to get undressed, and he, Corey's already made the deal with uh with Walter that if he helps Walter.
0: I mean, I mean we had his setup from the get go, he was after money.
1: Yeah, and and Walter says, like, look, if we can get to this bank i can give you shit tons of money because in fairness i don't have my two buddies to share the money with anymore give you shit tons of money because in fairness i don't have my two buddies to share the money with anymore um and Corey's like yeah okay i'm super smart i think i'm smart enough with you and he explains this to suzanne like look you stick with me and we'll be safe and he Corey, formulates the idea that martin and the captain need to fix the engine while um Walter and Corey need to
0: go and search for the cat. So they agree to let him out and they hand the keys over.
1: Yeah. Well, Suzanne, like is completely traumatized at this moment. She just all of a
0: sudden becomes catatonic. Like we're all going to die. I'm hungry. We're all going to die.
1: Yeah. And while Corey and, and Walter are searching, like it was really weird. Like he puts down food in the ship. Yeah. Poisons it. And then the very next shot is Walter asleep on the front of the boat. And the captain comes up and is like, what are you doing asleep? You're supposed to be helping Corey. And he's just like, oh, Corey's out checking his traps. I'm like,
0: time? (laughs) Jesus. Like, he just literally watched him put the traps down. She has that, he has that line, which was just like, oh, man. (laughs) Where she's just like, well, at least I haven't given up like you two. And he's like, well, that's because you're a dumb bitch. (laughs) It's just like. It doesn't matter. Nothing Nothing matters.
1: Well, you two may be ready to give up, but I'm... Not- he was belittling this fucking captain all the way through. And I wonder if it got to a point where, because George Kennedy had gone, Kluge Gallagher's already gone, yeah. and what, and Alex Cord playing Walter is the last well-known actor on board this shitty True. fucking installment. Maybe that line was just like, because you're a dumb bitch, <laughs> was just ad lib, Like, he's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. He... It did feel like that as the movie (laughs) continued. It felt like some of the actors and actresses just like they gave up and not that their characters had given up. Like the actor had (laughs) just given up. Like oh fuck this shit. I know you need me in this shop, but I ain't doing fuck all. (laughs) Corey heads down into the engine room and he's confronted by the cat and Corey in his fucking great intelligent moment confronted by the cat and Corey in his fucking great intelligent moment confronted by the cat and Cory in his fucking great intelligent moment takes the gun that he's been carrying and just starts shooting up the fuck Cory in his fucking great intelligent moment takes the gun that he's been carrying and just starts shooting up the fucking engine room
0: <laughs> he shoots a hole in the ship so wolf starts coming in I didn't even know bullets could fucking do that shit I thought well, fucking <laughs> holes
1: of ships were fucking tougher than bullets <laughs> like you have to fire fucking torpedoes into some fucking ships <laughs> can you telling me I get a sniper rifle I can just sink one <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can sink this one. He shoots the fucking pipe, doesn't right, he? Right, yeah. The steam, steam st- pipe. <laughs> and so they get steamed to the face. We see him fall to the floor with a half of his face missing or burnt. I get steamed to the face. We see him fall to the floor with a half of his face missing or burnt. I was like, again, steam to the face. We see him fall to the floor with a half of his face missing or burnt. I was like, again, another very good gore. The yeah, body yeah. horror stuff is really good. Very really
1: good special effect. Yeah. And the cat just watches him die. Right. And it's not like even anybody really comes and rush you. She,
0: well, nobody cared about him. Nobody really. cares
1: <laughs> because the, the next moment, we cut to a shot where, where um, Walter and Suzanne are upset. And Suzanne's just like, look, we're starving. We need food. And Martin's just like, it's been poisoned. You can't eat any of it. I've locked it away. And Suzanne's ended up getting the keys off of the captain. And she goes, Suzanne's ended up getting the keys... Off of the captain, and she goes Suzanne's ended up getting the keys off of the captain and she goes down ended up getting the keys off of the captain and she goes down to the food getting the keys off of the captain and she goes down to the food hold, the keys off of the captain, and she goes down to the food hold, keys off of the captain, and she goes down to the food hold and off of the captain and she goes down to the food hold and opens it off of the captain and she goes down to the food hold and opens it up off of the captain and she goes down to the food hold and opens it up and starts eating like little bits and now she she's completely lost her mind at this point because she thinks martin and rachel are trying to keep the food from everybody else and
0: lying about it being poisoned. she also believes it's entirely her fault she found the cat she brought the she cat brought on board on and it. then she's like no 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 it's your fault you're the one who said bringing a cat on board was good luck so it's not my fault who fucking
1: said a cat on board a ship was good luck like, i have never seen ever seen a fucking cat on a ship other than the nostromo But that wasn't good luck either. They all fucking died on that too. So she eats a little bit of the food, and the cat turns. So she eats a little bit of the food, and the cat turns up. So she eats a little bit of the food, and the cat turns up. So she eats a little bit of the food, and the cat turns up. What spot on the Enterprise? Oh. Enterprise. Which Enterprise? They all exploded at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Picard was taken by the fucking board. That wasn't exactly good luck. (laughs) Next. (laughs) And and the cat sees her. And Suzanne's just like, Oh my God, I only ate a little bit. Please don't hurt me. And then she starts to, the poison starts to take effect her. And neck swells up. Blood starts to come out through her veins. I think at one point she pops the, the hole, yeah, and she's picking it out, which then obviously causes blood loss, and she just again
0: body dies. horror stuff, top quality stuff right there.
1: Yeah, and she just dies, um, and then it, it's night time, it's a storm, the storm that we've been told about like 40-50 minutes ago is finally fucking turned up, and Martin, the captain, and Walter are all deciding now to get the fuck off the ship. There's just there's just no point anymore. <laughs>
0: You're gonna fix that. It depends on the storm. you're gonna do? You've gotta fix
1: that. It depends on the storm. And Walt was like,
0: no, I can't leave my all my money,
1: so I'm going back. And he stumbles back to his bedroom and he opens the safe and the cat hides behind the, the briefcase. And he decides that he's gonna take the briefcase, and while he does, the thing that's inside the cat erupts out and attacks him and kills him in the water. Martin and Rachel are now the last